All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Welcome to the jungle. Really? Yeah, because I can't sing it. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the jungle. jungle. Yeah, okay. We've got what it takes. <laughs> Welcome to Denim and Pearls. My name is Michelle Moross. And I'm Brian Swanson. We're Denim and Pearls. We're business casual. With pearls of wisdom. From the porch. And welcome to 2004. Four. 24. 24. <laughs> You're only 20 years behind. <laughs> 2024. This is going to be a great year, can't you tell? <laughs> and this is the first, the end of the first week of 2024. So uh -huh. those of you who like to do New Year's resolutions, uh, how are you Are you doing still doing this? it? <laughs> no, that's not how it goes. It the professional be. way is. How's that working for you? How's that working for you? <laughs> it's, really, you've got actually the first two weeks. If you can make it through that, then you might actually make a habit in that. And that's well, I was why just listening to something today. It takes anywhere between 20 and 60 days, but I always heard it takes at least 20 days. It takes 20 Minimum 20 days to start messing with a habit. So like if you're trying to stop uh, smoking, you don't smoke for 20 days, you probably can do this. That kind of thing. But fair enough. I have a story for that. But, but going the to the gym, that's a whole nother thing or working out or eating right or whatever it is. So keep doing what you're doing. Do well, because you made a promise to yourself. And what's the last thing you want to do is break a promise to your favorite person, yourself. That's too serious. I think the first thing that should do, though, is make it a habit to listen to us every Friday. Oh, my goodness. Like and share. And then you're always going to be getting pearls of wisdom and advice. That's a very good habit, by the way. That's a very good habit. And think about it. If you do it for 28 days, it only takes four shows. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's an easy habit. It's a very easy habit. 28 days, four shows. If you need to go 60, okay, well, that's eight shows. I was thinking I went to the gym last night with my husband. I usually go in the morning and I went last night with my husband. And the gym was packed. I mean, not one machine was empty. It was insane. <laughs> then I went this morning at my normal time and there was three of us in the room. I like it like that. But well, think about all of the money. And that's where these physical fitness places make their money is this first couple of weeks, the last week or everybody so. Everybody pays for the year. Everybody pays for the year and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then nobody shows up. And if I pay for it, then I know I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like BMG used to be back in the day. What's BMG? BMG, the music service where you would order a cassette tape or then they moved into CDs and you'd order one of them and you'd get 12 for free, but then you ended up sending it to you every month. So you were spending 20 or $30 every month oh, <laughs> without I warning. I wasn't around for and that. And then BMG was so bad. They used to follow me. They track. I don't know how they did it, but somehow they tracked my address. So every time I moved and I moved a lot. Every time I moved, it would take about three months and I'd end up with all of my stuff all over again. That's funny. I've never heard of that company. <laughs> you can, you can so never get rid of the BMG. BMG in the world. But I'll actually be consistent like that. But, but consistency and money. And that's what that's what these gyms do. I mean, that's part of their business model that they know exactly how much money they're going to get at the beginning of the year based on everybody's hopes and dreams for the new year. Prove them wrong. Yeah. Use, their, use your money. <laughs> Prove them wrong. Be Get dead. your money's worth. Join the classes. Yeah, that's my thing. That's I mean, right. If the classes are free because you paid a yearly, yeah. use the classes because then you're at least using your I money. I paid for a membership for a couple of years, and I got my money's worth for everybody in my family. I was always there. I used every service, everything. And if you really want to know, just call my sister. No, she can yes, explain she, it all to you and how it way. works. That's why we get along. <laughs> She's, she lives her life in the gym. 
No, but it's it's better than living them in the bar. Hey, our light went out. That was weird. Yeah. Welcome to good. the jungle. <laughs> I always thought he says we have fun and games. We have fun and games. I think there's something like that. I actually do not know the words. Oh. To be honest with you. I'm just saying, welcome, I just know the welcome song. Welcome to the jungle. That's really weird. The light must have blew on that because yeah. it's still on. Power's still on. Yeah, the light blew out. Well, anyways, hopefully you didn't notice that the darkness that happened on this side of the room. But welcome to the jungle. It's the first week of January 2024. How are you doing? And if you're like, oh, I didn't do so well, it's only been seven days. So you get can, back you up. You can come back. Yeah, get back up and do it again. And remember, you don't want to break a promise to yourself. Go do you. Go be the best you. And stop disappointing yourself because then you beat yourself up. And do, oh, I can't believe I did it again. Don't do it. Fix it. Yeah. Well, they always say that one of the things that we do and is we keep ourselves. We, we're the ones who get in our own ways. We always do. So we get on our own ways. And sometimes we keep people back, too, which... You know, I, I've been accused of that, <laughs> holding people back. Really? Oh, yeah. Huh. You know, it, it, it just all depends on your no, drive no. and your motivation it's, and it's the his, reason why. Yeah, but. See, I see his yeah, buts as a challenge to prove why I'm right. Some people. <laughs> yeah, but what are you trying to say? <laughs> some people will hear yeah, but and be, oh, maybe you're right. And then they pull away. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's how you, because I can't see you holding people back. No. No, you're a supporter. You're like, go, 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 go. <laughs> Except how much money is that going to cost? Maybe you should evaluate that one. No. Well, sometimes I get a little, uh, why are we talking about me? Um, sometimes I get a little over, I want to say overzealous, but that's maybe not the proper term. You're, you're never overzealous. <laughs> because I always see things, I, I evaluate things ahead of time, and I'm never, I'm not always right. <laughs> yeah, so, I, won't, I won't say I'm never right, but if I anything, will. anything, <laughs> he's a cautious person. He's very I cautious. can be very cautious. Yeah. But based on experience now. Yes, based you. on experience. This is based on experience and the things that happen and foreshadowing and those kind of things. And I make those calls. Sometimes I say them out loud. Sometimes I just let them play out. I, and I, I think with you, I've been better off at letting it play out. It's because you trust me. I, well, I, yeah, there's a trust factor yeah, there. You, you know I'm not going to do anything to hurt you. Perfectly. Well, no, I, I, don't, I don't think it's personal. I think of it as, it as, okay, you decided to go to, let's say, an event. And I, in my mind, I'm going, that's crazy. Why would you spend the money? Why would you spend the time to go to an event that's got 12 people at it and you had to fly across the country or whatever? I'm just making up examples here. I do this here. often, by the way. And I sit at home and I go, why? But then when if I don't say anything, it always comes back that I'm kind of wrong with you meant this person who helped you with this or that person who helped you with that, or you had this experience that did this, you know? So that's my reservation. I didn't say it before, <laughs> but my reservation held it. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh. See, okay, I guess you'll learn a lesson on this well, one. Well, he got used not. around me because I move by spirit, basically. I trust. So when spirit, the universe, God, whatever you believe in says, you should go there. And I feel good about it. I just joke. I just go. Which and is why on your digital portion of it, I went back and said, you need to get rid of this. <laughs> this The stuff that we canceled, all of the digital format oh, stuff that we yeah. canceled is because you felt good about it at the time. And it looked good, like a, a, a great opportunity, a great, great tool but it was a tool you weren't weren't using. I didn't know how to use. That's well, that thing. too. But with you weren't me, using or with, you didn't need it or whatever. Technical stuff, I forget. 
I forget technical things, but I'm talking so physical we, events. Right. So we put when the I, money back in your pocket in that case because I could look backwards and go, yeah. <laughs> but when I go to events, I really go to with the trusting that I'm there to meet someone or someone's for something very particular and I need to be open to go. And so I am going like we are going February 1st through 5th to Houston. We'll be at the becoming the becoming the best better you. Yeah, they changed the name of it, right? Yes, they had to trademark it. So <laughs> becoming the better you in Houston, February first through fifth. But we're having a, a a night event on the first that you can come. It's, it'll be free to anyone who wants to attend. It's called an Amplifluence event. You might have seen. I've done it before with um, Dr. Smiley. We run around and we promote books. And while this one, we're going to be promoting the book for um, becoming the better you. They have a collaboration book and we're going to be promoting that one and then inviting other authors and people who just want to come out and hang out. Did you know that? I didn't know it, but I suspected it. Yeah. So Brenda asked me to do as that. You, so as you it. heard, I said suspected, not yeah. expected. <laughs> so we did it before, but this time I'm, I'm deliberately used that word. Yeah, we're actually going to do it. And so the whole thing about it is we want to meet us in Houston. You can meet Brian and I together in Houston. We're kind of a hoot in, hoot, a hoot in person. And uh, you've seen us kind of babble around here. Now, we were talking about you earlier. Uh -oh. I'll talk about me now. We always talk about you. No, this is something about what you just said. Your new glasses? No. Oh. About me, um, <laughs> I go even though it doesn't seem like it's a good fit. I was telling my mentor this morning. Well, yesterday morning, telling my mentor yesterday morning that I think I've expanded too much. I think I've been spread out too wide mm -hmm. and that I need to pull things back and that I'm reevaluating re where I'm spending my energy and that these are the things I like to do. And these are going to propel me to the next me that I see in the future and that these don't serve that purpose. So I'm going to pull back, <coughs> get rid of those things. And so why are you pulling back? And I said, well, because I go to these things and sometimes I don't even know why I'm there and blah, blah, blah. I'm wasting my time. He has, mm -hmm. do you love God? Yes. Do you trust God? Yes. Has he put you in any room that was bad for you? No. Have you always had something good <laughs> happen to you when you go to these places that you don't want to be at? Yes. So why are you pulling back? I'm like, oh, dang it. Well, and I would, I 100% agree with that minus maybe a 1% just because of the fact that sometimes you have to you have to evaluate the one is the cost to your pocketbook mm -hmm. and two is it worth that is it worth the return on investment so like when we're going to cutter we're going to cutter well yeah <laughs> that's worth the investment i don't care if three people show up the two that brought you are the ones that matter <laughs> You always want to know the highest powered person in the room. And, and we guess what? We're being we were invited with by the, the yeah, highest We're being invited by the, the highest person. So, in the room. so okay. <laughs> but yeah, so he, he agreed with the, the whole plan of pulling back from the things that don't serve my bigger vision. Correct. And then concentrate on the ones. And then he, he also suggested that um, I do something where um, a whole archy, not a higher, a, a group setting where I have all my authors from my books, from my like hold my crown uh -huh. that we do a call where each of them takes a different time period yeah. and we we guide people together you know the perfect the, the perfect statement and i think it's actually a biblical statement right. walk with purpose i always do 
But that's what I'm saying is you walk with purpose and that's, you put that into play for everything you just said, mm -hmm. you walk with a purpose to get to your goal. And if you walk with purpose, it keeps you from going to these things that are not important or these things that are well and beneath I, you. I mean, I hate to use that term because nothing, I mean, we're all, I, I like to think that we're on the same playing yeah. field, but there are certain things that it's like, once you're a teenager, you don't want to play with the toddlers. Or as he said, <laughs> things that are worth your energy that you'll bring to the room. Exactly. Yeah. So walk with purpose. 2024 is about to be very, very different. This is getting weird, isn't it? Yeah. I'm excited. I can't wait till cool we get off the, the camera and we can talk. I can talk to him more about what happened on my call yesterday because big things are coming and there's things opening and I'm dragging Brian with me because he's a great guide for me. You're a good, you're a good logical guide. And so uh, I've been be accused of not being too logical. You're logical. <laughs> I'm pretty logical, but you're logical. But I, my thing is what I love about Brian is that. Yeah. But I tease him about the, yeah, but, but people like me who I leap and as I'm in the air, I do, gosh, I wonder where I'm going to land. I, I really need someone who does. Is there anything down there that you can land on before you leave? I'm having a picture. You know the guy we just saw on the television that just yes. jumped over the, the wall at the judge or whatever? Yeah. I could just see me. Okay, Brian's standing there and goes, yeah, dummy. You're going to hit something hard back there. <laughs> That's probably not a smart move. <laughs> so anyway. That's what you made me sound like. I'm just going to reach up and pull you out of the air so you don't hit the judge and be... Well, because I right before I leap, I tell you, oh, about the leap, you do, I'm not too sure about that. <laughs> but 2024, is, there's so much happening. I mean, Brian and I will be having some swag for Denim and Pearls. We're going, we're... Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. We're branching. 2024 is a gigantic year of... Actually, I my word for the year is um, fine-tune. And the reason I'm saying fine tune, it's multiple reasons. It's the music side. Hmm? We're going to be fine tuned. Uh, and then that <laughs> we're tuning. But a bump on the pun. Yes. And then the tuning that we'll be doing together at, with Denman Pearls and with the music album and the speaking and all the craziness and all the travel we'll be doing. So excited. As you can see, I know nothing about what she's thinking at this moment. <laughs> I'll talk to him after we get up. Next week, I'll know more. Yes, next week, you <laughs> will. Next show, I'll know more. Yeah, 2024. Welcome so, to like the and share, and make sure you tell people when you like and share, you met us first. Oh, you've known us longer than anybody. Nanny, else. nanny, nanny. Uh -huh. I know, I know Michelle and Brian. So, when, when Denim and Pearls explodes in a positive way. <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have to do some autograph stuff just to make it limited edition because nobody else will ever want it, so it'll be worth something. Okay. <laughs> didn't catch all that. With all you? the t-shirts, you get one CD of the show. Uh, but welcome to the jungle. You are now a week into whatever resolution you have given yourself. Make another week. We'll see you next week, Friday, on Denman Pearls. My name is Dr. Michelle Moras. Oh, are you going to cut us off in 15 minutes? I thought you were saying goodbye already. No, I was getting a cup of coffee. Oh, never mind. I mean, so, we could end it here if you want to. We could make a new, I mean, this is a new season that we've labeled. We could do just 15-minute shows. No, it's really weird. We can't do 15. 
Yeah, because it goes too quick. Yeah, it's way too fast. But anyway, so we talked about... <laughs> so don't turn your radio well, off Welcome yet. to the jungle. And so we're going to keep going. With the needle back on the record player. Business. So we were talking about New Year's resolutions with your private life. Now let's get business. Business, yeah. Work balance thing. Work life balance. Business balance. Business. We are always in the same track the same, as you say, the same rut, which can become a grave when it comes to our business. See, I listen sometimes. You do. Okay, even though you've said it 400 times, I finally figured it out. Um, <laughs> but our businesses are hard to change direction with, but you've got to begin the process. You've got to begin the walking with purpose within your business, unless you've already done it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there's a lot of people who have found success because that's the first thing they do is they put it in a straight and narrow and away they go. Some of us, when we put our business together, we just kind of hodgepodge it and we think about it as we go. And then we learn lessons and then we change things. And then we change our 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 business plans. Update your business plans, by the way. It's the beginning of the year. And it's quiet right now. Beginning of the year, everybody's out of money. So no one's buying anything. Yeah, no kidding. Keep fixing things. Plan. Everybody spent all their money on New Year's and Christmas and just got their credit cards back for Christmas. So Credit card bills. Yeah, yeah credit card bills for Christmas. So it, it, nobody's out spending money right now. I mean, it's pretty evidence in the So it's a good time to organize scenes. whatever your business is. So yeah, so step back, shut the door to the office. Don't let the employees talk to you. And figure out where you're going next. What are you? What is your goal for for the end of the year? Set those goals realistic. I didn't say set them low. Set you can set them high, but also make them realistic. So if you want to say, in a restaurant business, if you want to make a hundred thousand dollars a month, and it's not realistic based on what your experiences are so far, maybe drop that to seventy five. Now you've got a realistic goal but you've also got the moon to shoot for. Or in those of you who are in MLNs and you do, well, on average, I usually sell about $800 a, um, a quarter. This first month, I'm going to do 3000 That's unrealistic. That's not going to happen. Okay, so maybe you did 800 a quarter. Now you want to do 800 a month. That might work if you hustle. Well, the, the thing with MLMs and direct sales, call them what you will. Um, you've got to have the momentum in order to get accomplished what you want to accomplish. So if you made a thousand dollars this month in your business, don't expect to make a hundred thousand for the year. Yeah. Not gonna okay? You've got to set into practice the re in most cases, recruiting or hiring, whatever you want, now, whatever you, your now, business is. Now, if you bring in an incredible team and they're all doing matching you. Right. Well, you've got to have that positive energy too, in order to put that positive energy and be the magnet within the universe oh. in order to create your team. I've had people who brought me onto their team because I had the energy expecting that I would be the momentum that would pull it. Well, without the person above me being as magnetic as I am, it, it dampens me because I don't know what I'm doing. This is the old me. This is when I was younger. Well, it's no, it's a perfect example. It, it really is. It's like, I remember one time I went to somebody and I, be, I, I badgered them. This was in my beginning stages of learning. And I badgered them about how great they would be in the business. Well, it turns out they loved my product, didn't do business with me because I badgered them about being on the team. Lesson learned. Okay. They could have been a, a great asset. But what you have to remember is people are assets, that, but you don't have to beg them. If you have to beg them, they're not going to be a good asset anyway. It's the same thing with relationships. And it wasn't their fault. It was, I, I will 100% for that 
scenario. I will 100% take the responsibility for that. But they also have to be on the same page you are. Can I get an M&M? There's talking. a whole jar keep talking. full of you them. Keep talking. <laughs> so when it comes to when it comes to your business, think about where you're at and think about some kind of realism. I mean, it's great to set goals, but don't set your great goals so high. I mean, it, wait, don't set them so high that you end up failing. Because right. when you fail, and I don't like the word fail, we don't. But when you don't achieve that number that you put in your head, you you feel then you disheartened. Feel like a, yes. And then you don't want to do anything more. You get less. So give yourself a good number, whatever gigantic number you can think of, bring it down to something that's realistic and overachieve it. You know, something that's really interesting because I love numbers. You know that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love the average, basically the averages. I can roll them in my head and I can't explain to you why I came up with it, but I'm typically right. Um, <laughs> He's good with numbers. But when somebody says, if you ask somebody, how much money would you like to make this year? A million dollars. No, that's that's an unreal, unrealistic answer but in most say. cases. No, not everybody. Most times people will say three times what they're currently making. Did you know that? No. So if you say you want to make a hundred thousand, typically your average income is around 30 grand. Ooh, 30 to 35 grand, something like that. It's usually typically I want to make 150 grand. That usually means that you're making about 50K. Ooh. Good to know. It's it's good to know when you're recruiting. Yeah. It's something really good to know when you're when you're talking to somebody. Because if if you're recruiting or you're trying to get somebody to come into your business and you say, How much, you know, it, what would your dream amount be for the year? They usually will say a hundred K, but typically the answer is three times what they're making. So if somebody tells you three hundred thousand, you know that they're usually right in that hundred thousand dollar range as they speak. Okay. It's a neat little, it's a neat little thing. Well, I'm you doing know. the math and yeah, I won't say what my number is. Well, it's, it's, it's that it's also, I mean, if they tell you, well, I can't ever make whatever money you're making. That means they have a very, very low salary. They, they don't have expectations. They don't have dreams. They don't have, there's a lot of things like that. You can tell a lot just by asking the question, how much would you want to make? If Actually, you could make it? not dreams. It's either that or they. Sudden number that was so high that when they didn't achieve it, they thought they were a failure and then gave up. Right. It's like first, one of the big things, look at your, and a lot of people know this, some people don't. Look at your bank account. Mm -hmm. How often does it sit at one number? No matter, think about it, over the history of your savings account, is the, is the average um, amount like, say, $10,000? Or thirty, or fifty, or a hundred thousand doesn't matter. But it just stays there no matter what you do. But it seems no matter what you do, you always work your way up to that number. Even if you if you have an emergency and you it goes away, and you go from a ten thousand dollar balance down to a five thousand dollar balance, that balance will eventually come back up to ten thousand. It's your comfort zone. It is. So what you have to do is you have to set, try raising your comfort zone. So it's not ten thousand, but twenty thousand. Because that number will always come back to whatever your belief system is. Yeah, that's why people who win the lotto. They go right back to where they came they go, from. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much the, money Within the like. first, what, year and a half, I think they say, or because two years. Because it's a mental state. Money is a mental state. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I like that. So Three if you, times. you know, I've, I've also heard the little trick too, which really funny is, remember when we used to get bills in the mail? Some of us still do. Well, I'm talking like the electric bill and the oh. phone bill and the, the utility bills, those kind of bills. 
a lot of people have turned that into, oh, look there today. I got a check for $300 today. Setting your mindset. Oh, yeah, backwards. I've seen that, that now that you just got that $300 bill for your electric, that is actually a positive in your to your brain. Yeah, someone talks about that all the time. Yeah, I, I've seen that one too. Yeah, I can't remember who it was, but that was like, oh, brilliant. Instead of it being a negative out of you, right? It's, it's a, a this is a benefit. This is what I've got. It's a positive benefit, and then next thing you know, you do start getting checks for three hundred dollars or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, that was back when we had really had snail mail. That wasn't when we. Had, I mean, it's kind of hard when you to have that kind of imagination, if you will, or realism realization when you are working with digital numbers yeah wow welcome to the jungle i didn't know we were going to go that way i well i didn't either but it, i think it's a good thing to know for the year if you're if you're working on your numbers know what those numbers are it's just like if you're getting if you're planning a wedding this year okay the numbers are the numbers and you can as the saying goes the numbers are the number you can't beat the numbers and the numbers can't beat you okay if you're going planning a wedding this year and you're sending out all of your invites and you want 300 people at your wedding, wedding reception, how many invites do you need to send out? 900. 600. Double. It's always 50%. You're, you're always, when you send your uh, invitations out, you're always going to get a 50% response. Really? Response. 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 So now, once you get that number for that response, and it's not always exactly fifty percent. Well, no, but 50%. That, that's why I said nine hundred. Because if you want three hundred people in the room, you have to send out nine hundred because you'll get fifty percent response. Right. But more than that will be no. Well, you have to look at that. I mean, I'm talking about a wedding now. Wedding a reception is different because once you send you send out six hundred invites, you're going to get three hundred approximately three hundred returns responses. Okay. It doesn't matter whether they're confirmed or whether they're whatever, but you're going to get about 300 responses. And out of that 300, you could probably take off 20% of that, which is another 60, because those are the people who life, life happened, their car got whatever, or they, their dog they, needs they a grooming or whatever. They can't afford a plane ticket. They, they can't afford, right. So now instead of 300, take off 20%, which is 60. So now you're at 240 is what's going to show at your wedding. Ish. Now, if it's a conference, it's much Now, less. if it's a conference and it's a business thing, it's always right around 10, 3, 2, 1. For every 10 people who actually show, which means you have to, if you want 10 people to show, you have to invite 30. Mm -hmm. Out of that 10, 3% are going to do business with you, or three of them are going to do business with you. Two of them are going to think about it, and one is going to act. Crazy. And actually recruit. Crazy. Those are the numbers. Now, those are general numbers. But they're pretty on. And it's not It's not for every, when it comes to the business and the MLM, it's not for the business for that one event. It's your overall average. So if you have three events, one, nobody may show up. The next one, 20 may show up for an average of 10. So you can't beat the numbers and the numbers can't beat you. You just have to know the numbers and understand the numbers. So if you want, say, 10 guests at your within 30 days, because you never had one, <laughs> and you want 10 guests over a period of 30 days, remember, you've got to invite at least 30 people in order to make your average numbers. So what are you doing this year? I'm helping them. 
I'm I, I'm literally giving them the numbers and the tools at this point. This is more than a pearl of wisdom. This is this is it. And if you want to grow your numbers for the year and into next year, because you're going to adjust your numbers next year, but if you just want to start with your first 30 days, you've got to know what those numbers are. And for those of you who are listening, doing, well, I don't do conferences. If you have an MLM, if you do any, <laughs> so any, any kind of, what do you, what's that's the other word for MLM? Direct sales. Direct sales. If you want conversion, when he says conference, I want you to think gatherings, events, uh -huh. little things that you can bring people together. Because yes, they'll come and they'll do all the testers, they'll try right. everything. But remember that 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 breakdown. If you want ten in the room, you've got to invite thirty. Okay, so I'm going to give you a yeah, but. Yeah. What about the digital world? Because now we do a lot of Zoom stuff. Guess what? Same. Numbers are the same. It doesn't matter whether it's a Zoom call. That means you've got to be in front of 30 people on the on on you know over 30 days in order to get 10 people to do something with you. So when you think about something, that, so not you, everything. Let's say if you're doing if you you have the direct sales MLM thing and you are doing Zoom calls, great. Whatever, whatever. You, you need to invite as many as possible to those Zoom calls because if you want to have a live event where they actually come and buy from you, you need out of all of them at least 30 of them to show up in a room. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, and you also look at the fact that some people are doing nonprofits. When it comes to nonprofits, there's numbers for nonprofits too. Do you realize, take your... Don't go into that one. I'm not going to go deep, deep, but okay. take on average what your general population is of your area, of your city, whatever the case may be. And if you're looking for volunteers, remember only 10% of those people volunteer mm -hmm. plain and simple 20 percent out of eight hundred thousand is how many two hundred thousand i don't do numbers like that well ten thousand whatever anyhow you take those that ten percent number okay that's how many volunteers you have and then you have to remember how many organizations or volunteer organizations those people are split up and there are exceptions because there's that one person who does five five non-volunteer i mean volunteer things for nonprofits, whatever but you got to remember, all those nonprofits are out there digging into only that one ten percent. That that little demographic. <laughs> so think about it. Even if it's in a small town, I mean, I I put these numbers to the test right here in my little town when I was with a chamber and a couple other things. We had a population of about ten thousand. Okay, about a thousand people were volunteered, but that was divided up between the the all the, the churches and all the other organizations. And for some reason, we couldn't get more than five people that would even dedicate their time run the numbers backwards, we were sitting right where we needed to be. Yeah. Or so unless you're going to go against the numbers, which is hard because you can't beat the numbers and the numbers can't beat you. But you can maneuver the numbers <laughs> by increasing your numbers so that the numbers work for you. So in this case, welcome to the number jungle. Yes. Welcome to your business going forward. Know your numbers because I don't know everybody's numbers because your numbers, I, I can probably give you restaurant numbers because I know the restaurant business so well. But think about whatever you're doing what, right now, what you're working on right now. Right. Start running the numbers in your head. And if you don't yep. know the numbers, work backwards and all the paperwork that you're probably doing, you should be doing mm -hmm. because taxes are coming up soon. Oh God, don't remind me of that. Yeah. So, I mean, it all de it depends too. Sometimes it's not about, it, believe it or not, when we get in a rut and we think about cutting cost, it's not always about cutting cost. 
it's about getting the numbers up to your level. This is where I'm at. You know, how do you get your numbers to your level? How do you work the numbers to get to where you want to be as opposed to cutting back? Because what's one of the first things in a small business that we get rid of, which is the stupidest thing, if you think about it logically. The first thing that we get rid of. People. People's number one. What's number two? Processes. Uh-uh. Advertising. <laughs> advertising, yeah. Why get rid of advertising when that's what brings business in? Mm -hmm. You just have to learn how much advertising you need to do and what that advertising will bring in. And, and maybe customize it a little bit. Make sure you hire the right kind of people. Oh, uh, well, that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother thing. Because when it comes to the right type of people, we're dealing with a different, and I hate to say this no, because it's it, an age thing. No, but you, it, no, we're you, dealing but, with a different generation in a, in a, in a, but uh, you also can't thought, say this because thought. the people we're talking to all have completely different demographics for people that they hire. Oh yeah. Well, we see it when we see all kinds of demographics and I'm not talking just, I'm talking age demographic here, generational demographics, because the generation today that should be our workforce are not, are not. They're not going to McDonald's and say, give me a job. I have to have a job. They say that McDonald's, and I'm only using this as an example because it could be Walmart. It could be anywhere else. But when we were kids, it was Walmart. It was, Bur I mean, it was McDonald's. It was Burger King, whatever. All of those, what we called teenager jobs are now adult jobs are now be have become adult jobs. And those teenagers don't want those jobs because they think they can sit behind that computer there and make more money doing that, or they can sit on their backsides and somebody's gonna pay them to sit on their backsides. So the attitude of today's generation, today's generation, okay? And it's all encompassing. It's not every particular individual. Well, I'm just laughing at um, government contracting and things like that. People come out of school and they're demanding more of a salary than mm -hmm. the people who are tenured. Yeah. And they do, well, I'm worth 280,000. They're like, that's fine. The head guy only makes 120, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. It's right. Like, well, that's because you, that's, it's what they're being told. Numbers? Yeah. Where are you getting these numbers? It's nonsense. That's, that's a, that is a lesson that they have learned in some way, shape or form. Somebody in that school or wherever they went. Someone and got said, when you get this degree, you're going to be right. breaking this amount of money. Right. I, it's like my daughter. She will not do anything for free for dad because she must be paid for it. Kiss my backside. You're a family member. <laughs> <laughs> However, I get it I, and I understand it. And it's a somewhat of a good attitude, but you also have to remember that attitude sometimes has to be broken based on the circumstances. Okay, okay. now you're in a whole nother topic. Well, kind of, yeah. It's crazy, but this is business. This is what we talk about. This is what Denim and Pearls is about. The And for some reason, I'm on a roll today. You are. And these are numbers and things and facts that people need to know to grow their business or even sustain their business. So bottom line, it's January. It's quiet. It's slow. People are not spending money. <laughs> so what you need to do is look at those numbers, figure out where, where you need and where you want to go realistically, and then make a plan for that realistic number, a plan to overshoot the realistic number. If you are only advertising and talking to 10 people at a time and wishing that all 10 of them will purchase from you, it's not going to happen. You need to get a bigger base in there because remember that what he said, 30, you you have 30, you're going to only get 10. Out of that 10, you're going to get two and only one's going to probably convert to complete. So keep that in not mind when you're inviting and doing your Zoom calls or your little get togethers, whatever it is, you have to increase the numbers. So if anybody mm -hmm. out there is 
on your side and really likes you say, I'm so glad you're coming. Invite a couple of friends. Right. And if you invite a couple of friends, I'll give you a little gifty something something or whatever to, <laughs> to thank them for being there. So we are. We are. We're kind of like done with our. Yeah, I think this is. You know why? Here, here's another little secret, too. Uh -oh. If you think something was really good, guess why? Because you're the one who did all the talking and that's what happened today. So this was a really good show. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure out there you like and share and 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 pass denim and pros on yeah and I've it met, might be me today because i'm not usually the one that talks all the time it's well, usually and I you. Met, i met a lot of i've met a couple of people lately who told me they watch denim and pearls i've never seen their name pop up i've never oh yeah there's a lot and, of people and, ghosting us, and they're binge watching us so thank you so much for those of you who are out there binge watching pearl, pearl uh denim and pearls we appreciate you now go share it secretly with your friends. Binging it secretly. Yeah, binging it secretly. <laughs> and it, the, the, the beautiful thing about it is one of the things that I do with my social media, I don't get into politics and I don't get into religion and I don't get into controversial As topics you on, on my Facebook. And the reason why I do that is because I have to be, I think I have to be welcoming to everybody. And I've always done that. I don't want somebody coming back to me and say, you said this about John Doe for whatever reason. And that's the reason for them not to like me or want me or need me. Okay. So. The one beautiful thing about Denim and Pearls, we don't have that kind of an opinion on this show. We have our opinions, don't get me wrong. We have our advices, don't get me wrong. You have to say. But we're not sitting out there going, you must vote this way. And we never will. <laughs> and we never will. <laughs> we always keep it because it's, it's about people. It's about you. If I can find the camera, it's about you. <laughs> and if you are watching and listening, thank you so much. If you're just curious what else is happening, just go to denimandpearlslive.com. Right? Sure. But wherever you're watching and listening to, it's great. Share it. Hit the button. Share it. Yeah. Like it. All, all of those funny, fun, you know, podcast formulas and social medias and whether it's true social or YouTube, whatever, it doesn't matter. Or Rumble, you know, it doesn't matter. We're out there. I think we're done. My name is Dr. Michelle Ross. <laughs> I'm Brian Swanson. We're Denim we love Pearls. You. We love you. We're Denim and Pearls. We're business casual with Pearls of Wisdom from the proverbial porch today because we were on a, he was on a roll, number roll. And I haven't even had beer yet. It's morning. Oh. Okay. So we will see you next week, Brian.